0: All right, welcome in, Outsiders. Welcome in to our last episode of the season. We're going to take a little hiatus break. Uh, We'll be off until about the week before training camp starts, so mid-July. But the NFL offseason, they left us a few kind of things to talk about here leading in, but I expect it to be pretty quiet. So if anything major happens, we'll get our instant takes out uh, on our social media accounts. So make sure to stay locked in on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok with us. And then we'll give our kind of... Uh, big reactions to any major development when we start the podcast back up later on in the summer. But for today, uh, we're going to talk schedule, release, reactions, some of the matchups, some of the way that shook out, our thoughts on that. Who had the best release video, in our opinion? We're going to talk top five quarterbacks, and then we're going to end it by giving our way too early predictions for both the AFC and NFC conference games, as well as the Super Bowl preview right here in the middle of may so guys let's get started last week we had uh the schedule release come out thursday night now we know you know when all these games are taking place who's going to open up against the chiefs we all had i thought great predictions there miami uh cincinnati chargers i believe right but the nfl decided to go a different direction they gave it to the detroit lions who have garnered a lot of hype off of a hot back half of the season in 2022 a so-so off season so far obviously we've had mixed opinions on their draft they have center stage here to kick off the nfl regular season they're going into arrowhead remember the last time jared goff and patrick mahomes faced off that epic monday night game from a number of years ago so if it's anything like that i think we're in for a treat but what is one takeaway you guys had for this schedule release
1: I would say my biggest takeaway was the amount of road games that the Giants just got stuck with to open the season. I mean, absolutely atrocious, Ryan. The Giants have no just one and done road trips this year, all back to back road games, including a three road trip, road game trip in the middle there, plus seven of their first 11 games this season on the road talk about starting right behind the eight ball absolutely unfortunate there for the new york giants
0: yeah one other thing with the giants there i believe they're technically hosting the jets they obviously share the stadium so the jets got the better end of that deal as well one of their quote-unquote road games yeah you just have to use the other locker room for a week very unfortunate it's
2: fun though to see the giants and jets match up but whoever's the road team gets that extra quote-unquote home game Makes it a little more enjoyable. One of my biggest takeaways, though, is the addition of that Black Friday game. Now, we have the Jets-Dolphins, I believe. Jets hosting. Games can probably be at like 3 o'clock, which is causing some issues, especially in our area. I don't know if you guys heard about this with the uh, the New York Jews, the population. A lot of people are upset with it because they're not able to go to games because of the Sabbath. They're not going to be able to drive home it's causing a bit of a stir. I was listening to some New York sports talk radio. They were talking about it and, you know, I understood where they were coming from. It, it is an interesting point. Like the giants, I know they try not to play on any Jewish holidays in September. The Mara's always put that request into the league because teams are allowed to request when it comes to their schedule, making things that they're allowed to have, you know, maybe certain days they want off a week, you know, maybe oh we want a week seven by this year for whatever reason, you are allowed to make requests. And one of the things that the Giants always do is they request off on every Jewish holiday. So I thought it was odd that they chose around a three o'clock time for the game. It would probably be better off if it was much earlier in the day. You can't really do later because that still is in that purpose. Keeping in mind with that Friday night, black Friday game, both the jets and Bengals have expressed interest in being that staple game. Like we have with the Cowboys and the lions Just those that team that hosts it every year. Now the Jets have it this year. Maybe the the Bengals get it next year. And then after that, the league maybe alternates them year and year. They both want it. That seems to be a good fix, a good middle ground for them. I think it would be nice to have another fixture game, gives somebody uh gives people, you know, at least knowledge with the schedule, where it's gonna go, an idea with that. And also it helps these teams build a brand. Everybody knows Thanksgiving, Cowboys, Lions. So adding that to the Black Friday game, if you're going to keep continuing with that, that's a good sentiment to add.
0: Yeah, first Black Friday game for the NFL this year. We'll see how it goes. Lots of kinks to work out, like you said, about the timing of when that game takes place during the day, and maybe the Jets keep this as a fixed position. The Bengals have wanted it, so we'll see how this continues to evolve in the years to come. But the schedule release in the past was just a day that you know the paper comes out, and you look— when you're playing who exactly that's when you mark your calendars now we sort of mark our calendars for the schedule release day because of the hype surrounding it teams have gotten super creative with it the last couple years it's a huge phenomenon it's a lot of fun the schedule release videos so every team has one some have more fun than others i thought this year the in the AFC North, the Browns had one of my favorite ones. Obviously I'm a big wrestling fan, sort of born again. I kind of went away from it for a couple of years, but they had like this whole like Royal rumble atmosphere around it between was it Brownie, the L fighting all these manifestations of their opponents throughout uh, their entire schedule. And I want to give a shout out to, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had a really fun one as well, kind of about, how meta sort of look at how that schedule release has grown to what it is now. But a shout out to them specifically because our good friend uh, James is on their social media squad. He's actually, he has a little Stan Lee S cameo, not only in this year's, but last year's as well. So I told him, I texted him after I saw it, Hey, you need a speaking role next year. It's time to start getting paid the big bucks, but which one had you guys the most entertained? For
1: starters, last year's Steelers schedule release video when Cam Hayward absolutely laid James out. That was hilarious. That was fantastic. But for me this year, it's the Tennessee Titans. I think they hit an absolute home run. And if you didn't see it, they went to Broadway and downtown Nashville and talked to fans and asked them who their opponent is just by going off of the logos. And it was fantastic. You had a bunch of people saying the Cowboys for the Colts, uh, just some of the great, great names. I think for the 49ers, uh, someone said 69ers, 49ers.
2: The Falcons were like yeah. the Redbirds
0: or something. The Red Stallions, I think. The Red Stallions. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, it was it was just all around a great, well done, perfect video for them.
0: For
2: me, I uh I really liked the Cowboys video. Now I've never watched Yellowstone. I know my parents love it. And when I showed it to them, they were cracking up. Jerry Jones is this, you know, old-timey, like, uh, rancher being branded a cowboy. They brought back Emmett, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman for the video. They had the cowboy, basically the players, go through auditions for the show Yellowstone because the script and the schedule got mixed up. I thought it was just really, really funny how they did it. Jerry Jones kind of oozes old Texan uh, personality. And I thought it fit really well. I really like that. I also want to shout out the Jaguars one about the whole script stuff where they had like a, a writers room developing the story and that the special teamers were just members of the writing staff out there. So you had guys like uh um, like Josh Lambo or whoever was their kicker in the writers room like dressed up like a fancy like writer putting it out there. It was just really funny then they all got fired in the end because <laughs> Trevor Lawrence wrote the script himself, and Shad Khan loved it. He was in the video. It's nice to see the owners getting involved in this stuff. Those are the two I really like personally, but they're all great. All of them except the Cardinals. I don't know if you guys saw the Cardinals, 40 seconds of Kyler Murray throwing the ball, having a catch, and then throwing it at the camera and just showing the schedule. That was just stupid. I don't know what the Cardinals were thinking. Just another level of dysfunction, I guess, in that organization.
0: Yeah, this seems like a good opportunity to throw in. Kind of the last major development here is supposedly a deal has been made for the Washington Commanders to get new ownership. Uh, Dan Snyder allegedly selling the team. That needs to get finalized and all that. So that's kind of why we're going to wait to talk about it. But I did see someone on Twitter asking, well, Dan Snyder and the, the Washington franchise has been the face of dysfunction for the NFL for the last couple decades here. So if he does sell it, who gets it now? They suggested Arizona. So yeah, that's definitely on brand. Uh, a very lackluster schedule release, a chance to have some fun with it, and they opted not to. But let's get into a good round of discussion here now, guys. Top five quarterbacks in the league, not only for right now. All right. I, I want to say this is kind of taking in the, you know, the recent work weighing more heavily towards the 2022 season, obviously, but also looking ahead to 2023. And we'll work top down. Let me ask you guys, do you have anyone besides Patrick Mahomes at number one, or can we just move on?
2: Uh, I can't speak for Ben, but I, I have Mahomes at number one. You've got to be
1: stupid yeah, not
0: to. Move it right along. Yeah, Mahomes, <laughs> otherworldly. He's here probably until he retires. So, we'll Ryan, go right I to would be surprised two. if our top threes all weren't the
1: same.
2: I, I'm
0: I gonna... Ryan does not like uh, one of them that yeah.
1: I know I have in the top three.
2: And I'm sure it's an AFC quarterback.
0: AFC well, Central? No. We'll get to AFC it.
1: East. AFC East.
0: We'll get to it. But number two, I have Joe Burrow. Did you guys go Central. elsewhere? Yeah. Uh, that's. that's
1: I have, I have uh, Joe Shiesty in my number two as well. Good old Joe Burr. Yeah. Now, Ryan, I know this. I know you do not have him at number three, Josh Allen.
2: I do not, I'm at. too.
1: Yes. Corey and I are Josh Allen at number three.
2: In the AFC North was Joe Burrow, by the way. Mm. I'm not stupid, okay? Just distracted. <laughs>
0: Just distracted. We're all antsy for summer here. But, yeah, I've made it not so much a secret off-recording talks. I am not a huge fan of Josh Allen. Kind of a hater. That divisional game was a a big win for me, seeing the Bills offense come to a, a standstill. I have Lamar Jackson at three. I think a healthy Lamar Jackson. Remember, this guy was a unanimous MVP. You just don't see that unanimous all 50 people came together and said yes this guy was the best player in the league this year i know that was a few years ago but look when he's on he is as dynamic as they come and i don't think there's many people better i I mean yeah mahomes i've loved burrow these last couple years and i think that's why i have lamar at three is because yeah he's ended the seasons these last two years kind of disappointing with the injury bug but I'm looking at this from a perspective of all else being equal. Uh, Lamar has not had the best supporting cast like Burrow and Mahomes have had. And I think in an all else being equal, everyone's healthy. I'm starting a franchise. I get my pick of the quarterbacks. To me, Lamar's number three.
1: It's too difficult to ignore Josh Allen's raw talent. And I know that Lamar can throw, but Josh Allen can also run and Josh Allen's arm talent is world's better. Again, not saying Lamar can't throw, but Josh Allen is world's better arm talent wise. I know you have your your vendetta against him, but I will tell you right now, Josh Allen is better than Lamar, but I do have Lamar as my number 4. I believe he is the fourth best quarterback in the NFL.
2: I'm glad I didn't go my initial gut feeling having Josh Allen at 2, and I went with Joe Burrow so I don't get the ire of Ryan but, Ryan, I do get where you're coming from. I, too, hate a future Hall of Famer, this one for baseball. I am very anti-Buster Posey. So I, I get the uh, the irrational hate for a player. I have Josh Allen at three. I think top the top three are indisputable. I agree. But I also have Lamar in my top five. He is number five for me. But a, a healthy year could easily bump him up to four. But I think the top three, I don't think they're – Even the placement, I don't think there's much of an argument for outside of blind rage hate, which is, again, a very fair way to look at things. But I think Mahomes, Burrow, Allen at one, two, and three, I think you're really competing for everything else below it because there's an argument to be made there. Lamar Jackson is my number five, though. So we do have Lamar in our top five, all of us.
0: So let's drop to, I guess, number four here and... I guess my blind rage is going to continue. I have Jalen Hurts at four. I think already he's accomplished more than Josh Allen. He was offensive player of the year last year. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hold your horses there, buddy. Jalen I mean, Hurts hasn't earned
1: anything. I, I, all right. I wouldn't go that far, but I also wouldn't say he's done more than Josh Allen. I mean, has yeah, Josh Jaylen Allen Hertz played in a Super Bowl yet? Has, has Jalen Hurts done it back to back years yet? I mean, I, how many times have you seen someone put together a masterful year, Josh Allen, and then not do it again? I mean, you can't. You, so it's it's not fair to go and sit there and say that for Jalen Hurts and then use it against Josh Allen. Do it more than once, and then you can talk. I I I, See, I, I think
2: you can. You can't be a top five quarterback in the league if you've only done it once.
1: And I disagree, because I do have Jalen Hurts in my top five. I have him at number five, because obviously last spot remaining for me. But it's also not fair to completely ignore what he did last year, and not to mention the fact that it has been a steady improvement each year, where it has been a very, very steep incline for Jalen Hurts in that learning curve. The learning curve has continued. The progression has gone along exactly the way it has, you know, led to. It's There hasn't been a hiccup yet. He has continued to do nothing but take steps forward ever since that national championship game loss where he was benched for Tua at the University of Alabama.
2: I'm not saying that he can't get there. I'm saying he deserves to be a top 10 quarterback, and he certainly is. But to be a top five quarterback in the league... You have to do it more than once. I'm not saying he has to replicate last year. He could take a step back and get into the top five, depending on what other quarterbacks have done. But to say he's number four or number five, it just doesn't sit right with me because he hasn't shown that he could sus- he can sustain the success. He lost his offensive coordinator. He lost his defensive coordinator. Now, that doesn't say too much for the quarterback side, but it does mean it for the team and if the defense doesn't keep him off the field for as long as they did and they have those quick drives where he has to be right back out there that's going to cause issues we need to see how he's able to to go against and play with this stuff he needs to show me more and I think if you put Lamar after his first year in the top five I would have been saying the same thing same with Mahomes same with Allen same with Burrow I wouldn't have put Burrow in the top five last year coming off that Super Bowl but I did it this time because he showed me he can keep it going. Josh Allen did the same. Mahomes been there again. I think you need to show more. I think the top five is another level of success. And that's why my number four is Aaron Rodgers still, because Rogers hasn't shown that he's there with that drop-off. He's one year removed from back-to-back MVPs. He had an injury last year. And he still brought his team back within a game of contention where all they had to do was beat the Lions and then they're in. They didn't. At
1: home. But the Lions are another level. Sunday night football at home. It's a team sport. I don't care what level the Detroit Lions had reached. Sunday night football at home. You're the Green Bay Packers. You, You can't lose that game. I'm sorry, but it's not all on Rodgers. No, I'm not saying it is, but at the same time, there has been a steady decline with Rodgers that we've seen. Steady, even, he, even outside of last year, he went back-to-back MVPs. Even in that second MVP season, I didn't think he looked that great towards the end of the year, especially come playoff time. What has Rodgers done when he has had to play an actual defense that can hit someone? Now, can't he, you say he, that about every – what has Josh Allen done? What has Jalen Hurts done? Uh, Jalen Hurts went and tore up the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. 49ers. Doesn't matter. What did Aaron Rodgers do against those 49er teams in the playoffs? There. He couldn't do it. He couldn't get past them. Jalen Hurts did. So to say that Jalen Hurts is unproven just isn't true. Yes, you know, maybe he doesn't have the body of work Rodgers does. But if you're telling me right now, you have to go win a game tomorrow, you're taking Aaron Rodgers over Jalen Hurts 100% right now. T- if you're Absolutely. taking what the player that they are right now, you're out of your mind. No shot would I take Aaron Rodgers you over Jalen Hurts You give Jaylen them Birch the same
2: exact tomorrow. team and to win a game? You give, so them give, give them, them
1: Philadelphia. Give them Philadelphia.
2: I
0: think Rodgers wins that Super Bowl. Disagree I'll, completely. I'll say this because I have Aaron Rodgers at five, which means I don't have Josh Allen on my top five. So I would, is, I would take I think Aaron I more insane than anything Josh we've been saying.
1: I, I, I agree. I agree. I just
0: – I mean, he – for fantasy well, football, I'll say Josh Allen's probably my number one quarterback.
2: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking machine. fantasy.
0: I, I wouldn't put ta- Hurts over Rodgers and fantasy. To me, Josh Allen has not – he hasn't won any big game yet. Yeah, he dominates the regular season, but when it comes to playoff time, yeah, he beats up on a lesser Patriots team that probably didn't need to be there in 2021. I mean, we talk about that being a perfect playoff game. I don't think they punted, but – he can't beat Mahomes when it matters. He couldn't beat Burrow when it mattered. I a couple Pro Bowl nods, that's meaningless in my eyes. I mean, you look at Hertz has gotten to the big stage. Rodgers has been the guy for the last decade, so I'm not putting all of that on the plate here. But Corey's right. One year removed from back-to-back MVPs, and even if he didn't look the part towards the end, he still looked the part at least early on in that season to the middle of that season and yes the playoff disappointments are plentiful for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers the last couple of years under uh, LaFleur but Aaron Rodgers is is that guy and I expect big things from the Jets this year and that's sort of what propels me again with these rankings is to, and I want to circle back to Jalen Hurts for a second very minimal sample size but in 2020 he comes in as a rookie for Carson Wentz wins 4 out of 4 games 4 and 0 as a little spot start that Put him on my radar for 2021. Yeah, a simple 9-8 and eight record, but gets him to the playoffs. All right, very close to no, knocking off Tom Brady in the wild card around that year. Comes back, goes to the Super Bowl. MVP candidate, walks away with Offensive Player of the Year. So a massive growth spurt there. For Josh Allen, for me in 2023, you saw the signs of aggression now without Brian Dable. Things just took a little bit off, and I want to walk it back. 2018 and 19, Josh Allen did not look very good. I want to throw out their wild-card matchup against the Texans. He makes this disastrous, like, just throw up the ball behind the back of his head desperation play. He's grown since then. I will give him that. Realistically, I probably have Josh Allen at six. I have no contemplation for Justin Herbert, yet he has shown nothing. Josh Allen has shown something, just not as much in my eyes as some of these other guys. Yeah, Lamar hasn't had playoff success either, but I put a lot of weight in the unanimous MVP aspect of that. And for the Bills in 2023, it wouldn't shock me if they come in third in this division. I have big expectations for Miami this year. And yeah, I'd take Allen over Tua, but as a team, Buffalo could be a wild card team this year.
1: Look, Buffalo very well could be a wild card team this year. There there's no disputing that, especially with the way Miami and the Jets look to be in that division. Bill Belichick is still Bill Belichick. I know they're probably picked to be the worst team in that division this year, but I I just feel like with Aaron Rodgers and I I have to let it be known. I'm not discounting his body of work. It's his age. It's his age that has gotten to this point. I have seen, you know, Brady was able to play as he got older, but he was able to continue learning and figuring out ways to win without the same arm strength, without going downfield. The deep ball is such a big part of Rodgers' game. You can't look at Aaron Rodgers at the end. Of last season and say that it was the same Aaron Rodgers as even halfway through the uh second of those back-to-back MVP seasons. It's easy to forget how good Josh Allen was for the first six-seven weeks of the season last year. He was dynamic and he was arguably the MVP. There wasn't even conversation about anybody else after the first six weeks. So if you want to talk about someone starting a season off great and then not finishing well and still using that as an argument for them, you can use that for Josh Allen as well. This is someone who, yeah, maybe fell off a bit last year. Maybe the turnovers were a problem. The fumbles, the interceptions, a little careless. We've seen guys like that, though, still have success and be tremendous quarterbacks. And I don't think that takes Josh Allen out of the conversation, especially when he still showed the greatness for big spots.
0: What's the bigger hot take? Me not having Josh Allen in my top five, or I know he's not here with us tonight, but Dylan, we had this sort of conversation loosely a few weeks ago. He said he had Trevor Lawrence in his top five quarterbacks. Do you guys, I I think I know where Corey's going to go here.
2: Yours without a doubt is a bigger hot take, I think. Lawrence, I think, There's an argument. I put him in the hurts camp, to be honest, but I think not having Josh Allen is more egregious than adding in Trevor Lawrence.
1: I see, I, at first was going to be agreeing with you, Corey, because I was thinking the same thing, but at the same time, I don't know. I just don't see Trevor Lawrence as better than any of the six guys we've talked about counting Aaron Rodgers. I
2: I agree. So
1: I I do Josh
2: Allen is also not worse than a, a, a few of the guys we named
1: look it's i i would think i would put them on par with each other because i think bottom line is we would have to see who dylan is taking out to put trevor lawrence in assuming it's probably lamar considering he's a big hertz guy uh you know you can make the argument i think that trevor is better than hertz or is better than lamar With the way things have gone recently for Lamar, just not a lot of play. So you're going to see a lot of bias that way. But just with what Hurts did, the body of work is the same for Trevor Lawrence. And (laughs) Jalen Hurts was significantly better than Trevor Lawrence last year. So to sit there and say that Trevor Lawrence is better than Hurts definitely is just as egregious, if not worse, than leaving Josh Allen out because you had five comparable quarterbacks in that top five, Ryan.
0: So, yeah, I definitely – to me, Trevor Lawrence is I need another year of this. I think Jalen Hurts showed a little more early on. Trevor Lawrence's rookie year was a train wreck. He had maybe like one good game. I'm pretty sure it was against the – Urban culture. Meyer. He, Yeah, exactly. Where Lawrence looked the part of the first overall pick, I think only one game. And throughout 2022, very inconsistent – The Jags got on a hot streak, stole the playoffs. I mean, I think their wild card game is a pretty good microcosm of their season. First half, you're looking, what the heck is this? They're getting blown up by the Chargers. Second half, they complete one of the most improbable comebacks in playoff history. And Trevor Lawrence is a big part of that. So to sort of segue this into our last topic here, yeah, I'm not ready to – To me, I might have Trevor Lawrence like back end of the top 10 if that. I need to see a little bit more. But the team of Jacksonville and the expectations I have for them in 2023, we're going to talk about our conference matchup predictions here. Now we're going to start the AFC because I have the Jags getting to that point, but it's going to be a rematch of the divisional matchup from this past year. They're going to have to go into Arrowhead again. I got Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, I guess round two or th- maybe it'll be round three at that point. The two division winners they'll play in the regular season, but I, I this is the ch- this is still the Chiefs conference until further notice. The Arrowhead Football Conference, as I refer to it uh, every now and then, so I have to have the Chiefs in here, and I'm going to put the upstart Jags in here. I think they win this division, the AFC South by a landslide i love my colts i just don't think we're there yet and i'm pretty down on the titans and houston yet jacksonville should run away with this division be a top four seed chiefs will be ahead of them they'll have to go a narrow head but i got jags and chiefs meeting the afc who do you guys have
1: for my afc uh championship game i'm going bills Bengals. i know It is a hot take to not put the chiefs there because it has been their conference. And there is nothing telling me that it is not going to remain their conference, except I I don't know. I feel like the script writers might have a little something cooking bills bangles. We are going to see the other two quarterbacks get a shot at winning the Lombardi in Joe Burrow and Josh Allen.
2: Yeah. For me, Josh Allen's not making it to the championship game again. It is the Arrowhead Conference. I have the Chiefs, and I have them facing off with the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar, finally healthy, has one of my all-time favorite NFL players in Odell Beckham Jr. on the roster. Plus, he's going to show the world that he isn't just in it for the money. He got paid, and he's going to show why he got paid, and he's going to take the Ravens to the AFC championship game, and he's going to walk into Arrowhead and lose. But he's going to make it there in the first place. Lamar is going to put up a fight, but the Chiefs run the NFL, and that's not stopping.
0: Shout out, Corey, for uh, contributing to my anti-Josh Allen uh, propaganda. Going to the NFC. Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts. I will not be contributing to the Kyle Pitts hypnotizing. Over the NFC, I'm actually going to have a rematch from last year. Eagles 49ers. 49ers will actually have a quarterback this year. I don't know if it's Purdy. I don't know if it's Trey Lance. I don't know if it's Sam Donald. Whoever it is, it's not going to be what John Johnson, Joe Johnson, whatever his name is, this emergency fourth-string quarterback. They're going to have an actual quarterback. They're going to have an actual fight. To me, these are still the two best far and away teams in the NFC. They're going to meet again in the conference game. And this time I have the 49ers winning. That means in the Super Bowl, we're going to have a Chiefs 49ers rematch where the Mahomes dynasty started. That's where the next chapter will be written. But I do think the 49ers get their revenge. So I got the 49ers over the Eagles in the conference game. And then the Niners, they expel their demons from the Mahomes era where it started. And the 49ers are back on top. For the 2023 season
2: yeah it's uh it's funny you mentioned dynasties because before the new england dynasty this other team was considered a dynasty that's the dallas cowboys and for the cowboys the worst thing that could happen to them is making it to the nfc championship game because that means mccarthy and Dak will be back for the long term and the nfc would celebrate Dancing on the graves of the Dallas Cowboys because that could possibly be the worst thing to happen to them. But I do have the Dallas Cowboys facing off against the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Eagles, I think, make the playoffs, losing to their divisional opponent, throwing that extra round in there. But I think the Cowboys go on this magical run and then they keep it going to the Super Bowl knocking off the 49ers, and then they face the Chiefs. So you get kind of that old school, new school dynasty type feel. But Niners, I, I think we can all agree, are one of the best teams. It doesn't matter who their quarterback is, like you said. They're, they have just amazing coaching. And I think whoever they play is going to be one of the teams of, teams of destiny type feel where they kind of make a magic run through the postseason. And I do think that is going to be the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, just to kind of jump off of that, because I I agree with Ryan where I think it I think it's Niners Eagles again. But just for entertainment's sake, I'm gonna throw out this dark horse team that could go on a little magical run. There there are a few things that you need to really line up to go on a run. And this team. Has pretty much all but one of them. And that's a good young quarterback on a rookie deal. But the rest of the roster really fills out nicely, I think. I think they have a good attitude and a very hungry fan base. The 49ers will get back to the NFC Championship game. The Philadelphia Eagles will get knocked off in round two, the divisional round, by the Detroit Lions, who storm and make a run, getting to the nfc championship game this year and it will be the 49ers who advanced the super bowl once again it will be bill's niners in the super bowl just to counteract all this josh allen hate
0: well you're gonna tempt me to start putting out my salt circles and chanting because if i see josh allen in the super bowl i don't know if i'm gonna be able to tune in but Listen, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. That's going to do it for this season of the Outsider Sports Football Podcast. As I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to take a little hiatus, a little break until training camp really kicks off. Any big developments, like I said, if that Washington sale does get become finalized, it's expected to. Maybe the league meeting, I think, is later this month, but we'll have our takes on that. So stay plugged in to our social media channels on Twitter, at OutsiderSports3, on Instagram, at Outsider Sports Network, on TikTok, YouTube, if you're listening here on Spotify, search up Outsider Sports. And hey, tune in to our hockey and baseball podcast with these guys right here, Corey and Ben, are on both of those shows. As the uh, MLB regular season is full throttle, the NHL playoffs are they are coming to the semifinals. Uh, right now. So those will be wrapping up. We're hoping to get our NBA content gone as the NBA playoffs are reaching their conclusion as well. So a lot of great stuff happening here for Outsider Sports. But thank you. We will see you guys in the summer. Thank you for listening to the Outsider Sports Football Podcast.